I want one of those Japanese robots you talked about last week on Caregiver SOS on air. I'm Ron Aaron, along with Carol Zerniel. This is Take 10, part of Caregiver SOS on air. Dr. Jamie Heisman is with us as well. And as we do at the end of each of our programs, we toss out an issue and Carol and Jamie and I bat it about. And you've come up with mindfulness for our issue today for Take 10. And I was thinking about mindfulness uh, by one of our guests that was talking about how he has really had to, you know, recognize that he can't control everything, that every day is a different day, and some days are good days and some days are bad days, and how do I choose to make today the best it can be under what can be very difficult uh, circumstances. And he was a self-described control freak, which made it even tougher. That's right. So you you teach uh, physicians and social workers, other professionals about mindfulness, Jamie. Is that kind of what mindfulness is? Mindfulness is a, a wonderful concept, and, and it is what we think it is. But exactly, it's the awareness of the present. It's being in the moment. It's not having your foot in the anxiety of yesterday or the fears of tomorrow. It's if you call something a little thing, your child, your family, uh, going out to eat for dinner with friends, it's really not so little when we're present. Uh, When it comes to family caregivers, I I believe uh, there's an incredible statement that was made by a Buddhist uh, monk. Now, you don't have to be Buddhist to love mindfulness because mindfulness is so great, it transcends Buddhism. But he said, we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. And if we're caught in the moment of anxiety or the moment of fear as a family caregiver, that's precisely how we're going to react to the situation. So we live in an American society where we are not mindful as a culture. uh, And we complicate that. if If you put on top of that our cultural, you know, Uh, status quo, add all of the stress and anxiety that comes with caregiving. So does that mean it's twice as difficult for us? Because we actually have to cut through all of that caregiving pressure and all of that American culture, you know, thinking about tomorrow, thinking about, you know, what's on my phone and what I have to do. Uh, Is it hard for us to do that? It's difficult. And, And here's the gig about mindfulness. It really requires you know, rehearsals. It requires practice of mindfulness. You know, for our audience, mindfulness is, is really paying attention in the present. It's, it's not being judgmental. It's allowing the unfolding of the experience to happen. Um, and when it, as it pertains to caregivers, um, it's, it's really about, you know, the present moment, not zoning out, not going off and zigging or zagging from the distractions of the future or the the things that are happening in the past. It it really is the practice of mindfulness. And in Buddhist terms, it's called skillful means. And you have to understand the beauty of mindfulness is that there's great scientific payback. There's been hundreds of studies done about meditation, about reflecting in the moment, about, you know, being able to sit back and, 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 Take the, and take the zoning out, if you will, and, and bring it in loving the moment. Your brain actually changes. The way you think changes. And, 
and John Kabat-Zinn, I think, is the man to look at from University of Massachusetts. Excuse me, his name is John Kabat-Zinn? It's really his last name is Zinn, or it's John Kabat and his thinking is Zinn? No, John John Kabat-Zinn started at the University University of Massachusetts working with healthcare professionals about 20 years ago. Um, I really would tell your audience to go online and and look him up, but also there's a wonderful 60 Minutes piece that was done by Anderson Cooper about a year ago. That's certainly available on YouTube. But John Kabat-Zinn started studying healthcare professionals and medical errors and qualitative issues of, you know, of what we were doing that, that were creating um, problems in, in practice. And he set up a program at the University of Massachusetts, which really swept the country. Um, and it was about getting physicians to think mindfully. Well, so for... Those of us who are lay people would, I was thinking about, I was thinking about how to be mindful. I was thinking about kind of maintaining a state of curiosity. So to stay in the moment, it's like, let's see what happens next. What's, you know, it's not, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the way things are now, but I'm curious and open to whatever is going to fill this space that is the next minute as well. Well, actually, the basis of mindfulness also is meditative practice, and it's natural for our minds to really wander, and through this practice or rehearsals, and there's some great apps out there like headspace.com and and, and mindful moments and things, uh, guided imagery, but what it allows us to do, Carol, is, is there's an old saying, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn how to surf. Okay, so now that it allows makes sense. this sort of waves to continue to come, but allows us to, to accept those waves on two legs rather than one. Now, if you've so just it requires joined us, a lot of practice, and it does require you know so many things to for us like five or ten minutes a day of whether it's guided imagery, whether it's meditation, whether it's walking meditation, whether it's taking a retreat. Um, it's putting this practice in our own personal culture. Now, hold that thought. Seeing the rewards of it. Too. For those of you who've just joined us, you're listening to WellMed program called Caregiver SOS On Air, brought to you by the WellMed Charitable Foundation. <laughs> I'm Ron Aaron, along with Dr. Jamie Heisman and Carol Zerniel. Doesn't United Healthcare uh, suggest to managers and others that they be in the present? Am I with you right be, now? Yeah, be here now, yes, is, is one of the sayings. I love be here now. Be here now is a beautiful concept, and be here now is a part of United Health's cultural training. Um, and I think that tells us that we have to take accountability for being here now. We can't certainly rely on a large organization um, to do that. Um, there's a fascinating sort of concept. I think I explained it once to you all in another show that called the, uh, you know, it's called two arrows, which is the, the one arrow of pain and the second arrow is of suffering. What mindfulness does, it allows us not to enter the world of suffering and tell ourselves stories that take us to the anxiety of tomorrow, yesterday. It allows us to experience the pain, allow it to go through us, and don't create the second arrow. And so be here now is, again, the practice of mindfulness, and it's all around us. It's all around us in San Antonio and every part of Texas. You're going to find great ashrams or great meditation retreats or even online sort of intervention. Well, and the great thing about meditation, any of these mindfulness practices, is they have a physiological effect. You were talking about, 
you know, changing the way your brain works. And it actually is a great boost to your immune system. And it gets all of those terrible uh, chemicals that build up in your body when you're stressed out, that fight or flight uh, that suppresses your immune system. It, it really, it's actually healthy for you. You can touch it and feel it in your, you know, when your healthcare provider looks at your healthcare tests. You, you know, it's a beautiful thing that you say, because we are scientists. I know the physicians I have a difficult time with, but I do take them back to the science. But if you could say mindfulness is any one thing, it allows us to take a moment, take a pause, reflect on what's in front of us, become what Dr. Miguel Ruiz says is the, the leopard in the bushes that stalks our own behavior. Before we react to it and spend all the energy in reaction, we need to be proactive, take a step back, and be mindful. Who is he? Now, Dr. Miguel Ruiz is a wonderful uh, physician, actually, from Mexico, had a near-death experience who wrote the Four Agreements. And truly, truly, I, I really encourage all your listeners to get it, because he has fabulous concepts in there. And one of the greatest concepts of mindfulness is not taking things personal, the non-identification with what's happening in the moment. So, and, and that's, you know, not taking things personal. That's what you tell caregivers. Uh, yeah, uh, that's... Just that whole concept for many caregivers. I mean, if you really want to talk about uh, having every day, you know, starting over again is entering that day without feeling angry towards the person you're caring for, angry at yourself for what you're doing or not doing, um, and being able to let that go. So, Dr. Jamie, we are flat out of time. You have 20 seconds. If a family caregiver could do that, Carol, if they literally could just step back and see it's not their loved one that they're dealing with so much at that moment, but the disease that loved one has, Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or traumatic brain injury or whatever it is, then they can become mindful in the moment and investigate the experience, and you would not have this incredible burnout that we have today. So our assignment is Google mindfulness, study up on it, and we'll talk about it again. Dr. Jamie, thank you. Appreciate your time. And Carol Zernial. Take 10, part of our Caregiver SOS on-air program. 